It's Thursday, August 6, 2009. Cash for Clunkers, now with more cash. AstroTurfing, now with clean coal. Roadless areas, really roadless this time. Plus, we have to harness the potential, the innovative and creative spirit that's waiting to be awakened all across America. That's how we'll rebuild this economy stronger than before. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this is your Green News Report. We're going to roll down to Electric Avenue. Okay, Desi Doyen, how green is your newscast? Well, hopefully very. We'll find out. (laughs) President Obama spoke yesterday in Elkhart, a town in northern Indiana hard hit by the recession, focusing on innovation as the foundation of a competitive future for the nation. I don't want to have to import a hybrid car. I want to be able to build a hybrid car here. I don't want to have to import a hybrid truck. I want to build a hybrid truck here. President Obama also announced the recipients of $2.4 billion in new grants to universities and businesses across 25 states to develop and build electric vehicles and battery technology. Currently, U.S. car companies must now import foreign-made lithium-ion batteries for electric cars. Yeah, and I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, have we learned the lessons from the 80s, wasn't it, when we were building these huge cars and all of a sudden Americans didn't want them because the prices of oil, uh, gas went up. Asian auto manufacturers saw in advance that this was going to happen, and they prepared themselves, and they were ready when they the market They were ahead occurred. of the curve. We didn't really learn, is that going to happen now again this time? And they were the first ones out of the block with the hybrid cars. Can the U.S. They dominate the industry the now, where yeah, hopefully do. we can. That's one of the points of the president's speech, was to take advantage of the lessons of history. Now, oh, the, don't listen to the president or the lessons of history. The location was a former RV manufacturing plant where 1,400 people were laid off in March when the plant went bankrupt. Now, the new owners of the plant are going to receive a $40 million grant from this new grant money to manufacture new all-electric delivery trucks. The Senate will likely vote today to extend the wildly popular Cash for Clunkers program after Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid threatened to force lawmakers to delay the start of their August recess. This was after the, uh, the, the Republicans, Republicans in the yes. Senate were blocking this thing, this wildly popular program, and they're saying that it shows that the program was a failure, the government can't run anything. Yes, somehow wildly successful means wild, wild failure. I'm not sure how that works exactly. <laughs> but the program offered rebates to consumers to trade in their old gas guzzlers in exchange for new fuel-efficient cars. And it was so popular, it ran out of money in less than a week. So the new $2 billion in funding will be transferred from a Department of Energy loan program. The money was already allocated as part of the stimulus package passed earlier this year. And the new deadline should be about Labor Day, they think. So there's no additional spending here. They're just moving some money around. Right. They're just diverting it. And, you know, 83 percent of the clunkers traded in so far are SUVs and trucks, and the top sellers are hybrids and super-efficient cars. Which is great news. A quarter of a million gas guzzlers so far off the road in this program in, in just about a week's time. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has ruled the Bush administration acted illegally when it overturned a Clinton administration rule to keep the nation's roadless wilderness actually free of roads. The Bush administration changed the roadless rule in 2005, enabling that new definition to open up millions of acres of protected wilderness to logging and, of course, road building of the nation's forests. Uh, you got to unpack this one for me. The Clinton administration said, no, you can't use the road, you can't create roads in the roadless forest. And then the Bush administration said, well, it. they said, they didn't overturn it. They just kind of changed the definitions, allowing states to petition to have, oh, I want this area to have that's roadless to actually have roads. And then Obama came in and said, no, no, you can't do that. We're going to keep those roadless. And the court has now found that that the Clinton administration ruled to keep these roadless areas should actually stay roadless. Got it. 
Greenpeace has struck a deal with one of the world's largest paper products corporations to change to more sustainable sources. Kimberly Clark has been the target of an intense PR campaign by environmental organizations like Greenpeace to stop chopping down rare old growth forests for disposable single-use products like Kleenexes and toilet paper. Toilet paper. paper. Kimberly Clark, the toilet paper people. You bet. Okay. Greenpeace helped Kimberly Clark design a system that will reduce their reliance on virgin forest by using more recycled paper sources and harvesting from certified sustainable sources. So the corporation here was working with the environmental activists? Yes. Cool. I like it. Also, we have a follow-up on Tuesday's report on the scandal of a Washington PR firm that's accused of forging letters from civil rights groups, sending them to congressmen to trick them into voting against climate change legislation. Bonner and Associates was hired as a subcontractor by the coal industry group, the American Coalition for Clean Coal Electricity. We know that there is no such thing as clean coal, and now we know their letters are forged, too. More information is coming out about this firm, Bonner and Associates, who have been involved in and paid to gin up fake grassroots campaigns for nearly 20 years. If it weren't for them, we'd be driving cars with 40 miles per gallon by now. And the so-called Clean Coal Coalition knew about this a month ago, which was apparently two days before the vote in the House on they, the uh, climate legislation And bill. they didn't tell anybody didn't in the House. Word. Bonner and Associates successfully ran the campaign back in 1991 to kill legislation for higher mileage standards by stoking false fears among consumers that smaller cars weren't safe. Remember that old canard? Oh, the smaller cars aren't as safe against the big SUVs. That was Bonner and Associates That as was well. Bonner and Associates. Republican corporations hiring lying lobbyists to do their dirty work? Yeah. What a surprise. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, the Green News Report is now available on Apple iTunes. Listen anytime you want. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.